Sandy D, queen of podcasts and join me as I interview inspiring and creative women who are living their passion, finding balance and making an impact around the globe. Come discover your inner Zen, find balance while growing your business, tap into your creative flow, explore holistic health and spirituality. I'll share tips and tools for living a more peaceful, inspired, and balanced life. Relax, recharge, step into your power, be inspired. Feel free to connect with me at All Things Relax Studios. Thanks for listening. Now let's get started. Hello and welcome to our show. Today, I want to share something I realized this past week after taking an awesome three-day online training. Um, It's called Design to Sell, and it was led by Coraline and Chantal, whose program, Design to Scale, helps women around the world launch scalable online businesses that they can run from anywhere um, by creating best-in-class online courses, programs, and digital products. So anyway, uh, Coraline and Chantal started the workshop by asking us to take the time to write a list of like 100 things I've overcome. And they said, and if that's hard, like you're finding it difficult to find 100 things that you've overcome, um, you could also add in like any special skills or any experiences that you've had. But it's pretty much like taking an inventory and creating this long list, right? So After working through this exercise, and I'm almost there, I'm almost done. Actually, as I was writing this episode, I took the time to add. So um, before I started um, thinking about this episode, I got up to like 94. And then while I was going through thinking about this, I added some more. So I am like up to, I don't know, 96, 97. but when I first started doing it, you know, I took a break after writing for a while. I got like writer's cramp because I was using pen and paper. Um, I got up to like 45 th- different things. Then I had to like, you know, take a break and come back to it later, reflect a little more. All that to say, like, you don't necessarily have to write the 100 things right away. It's just sort of, you know, sit there and just kind of brain dump and spit out all those things as much as you can. And then if, you know, you feel like, oh, no, there's nothing else, take a break and go back to it. Anyway, I realized I have really done a ton of stuff over the years. Not only have I overcome some pretty heavy stuff, but I've also had some really amazing experiences. I'm not going to, you know, read to you the entire list because that would take a while. But I just wanted to share a couple of random ones. I came up with like a list of 10 out of my almost 100, okay? (laughs) So, number one that I put on there. Uh, being fluent in French. So French is my second language, as many people know. Um, And it's actually, I attribute the fact that I even know French to my childhood bestie, uh, Vanessa. She sparked my interest in learning French because I really wanted to be able to not only talk to her. uh, It was kind of fun because sometimes we could just kind of talk and nobody would know what we were saying, but also be able to talk to her mom because her mom was from France. Um, the second thing I, I have on this, you know, and this is, it wasn't in the order that I wrote it. It's just, I looked through that list of almost hundred and pulled out a couple different ones. The second thing I, th- I have though to share is I stopped a data breach that would have compromised congressional research service analysts, personal information. 
So I was asked to look at this like XML file um, before having it sent over to um, to a vendor. And I saw that like it had all kinds of stuff that was not supposed to be there. It was supposed to just have like their name and their work phone. And it had all kinds of crazy stuff in there. And then number three on this abridged list, the Japanese government asked me to write an article about my experience while I was on um, the Japan exchange teaching, or we call it the jet program. And it was from the unique perspective of bringing my international family on the exchange. So it's, you know, most um, participants, they go fairly close to after they finish their bachelor's degree. So I was coming there later on in life and coming over with a family. So it was a very different experience. It was really great. Uh, number four that I put on here, <laughs> this is a funny one. Okay, so I submitted a small business administration loan application, I kid you not, to start a worm farm at age nine. So where I grew up, it was close to the water, and I had read something in like one of these kid magazines about, oh, start your own worm farm and how to do it. But I needed like supplies and materials and everything. And so my mom was like, yeah, why don't you just apply for a loan? <laughs> and so I actually, at age nine, wrote up like the business plan and what materials I would need and costed everything out, like prepared the budget and why I needed this like small loan. But the funny thing is, by the time that the bank notified me like, hey, we lost your applications, you know, this is back in the paper days, right? I lost interest by then in starting that business. But the skills that I learned by doing that were kind of cool. And number five, um, I climbed Mount Nittany with a heavy backpack. Now, part of the time someone did help me, um, I was in the um, Civil Air Patrol and someone once in a while said, you know, do you need a little break from this? So I didn't do it the whole time. But for the most part, I did carry my pack. Um, this was really a huge deal because I was not in shape and I was like huffing and puffing up the mountain and I'm not a smoker. It's just I'm out of shape. But I did not quit. And I got to the top. Um, and I didn't like want to be left behind. And they wouldn't do that anyway to you in Civil Air Patrol. But didn't quit. And I made it. Um, not sure I'm going to repeat that experience. But <laughs> but I did it. Uh, number six is overcoming my fear of public speaking by starting this podcast. And also creating a course for other introverts um, who are interested in doing that. Number seven, escaped an abusive relationship in my late 20s. I won't, uh, you know, dwell on that, but let me just say it really does shape your character. If you can escape that kind of um, situation and move on, you really got grit. <laughs> uh, number eight, <laughs> this is a funny one too. It's not, it wasn't funny at the time, but I'm laughing now. So I grew up in a house where our heat was set and I shouldn't complain, but it was set to like 50 degrees in the winter because we could not afford the ridiculously high electric bills. Okay, so let me give some context. So I grew up on Long Island, and this was in the 70s and the 80s. And if anyone else here um, is familiar with Long Island, especially in that time frame, and you ever saw Alilco, that was a Long Island lighting company, I don't know what their name these days, um, but that was the the electric company. If you ever saw a Luco bill back in those times, you can understand like why <laughs> um, they're really high. Now, let me say that what my mom would sometimes do is get this 
a kerosene heater and put that in the living room and supplement, but it didn't, it didn't really help a lot. <laughs> um, and it smelled bad, but anyway, all I have to say is, you know, nowadays it's funny. Sometimes I feel like it's cold, even when it's like 68 or 70 degrees and I'm just laughing to myself and I'm like, wait a second. You grew up when it was like 50 degrees in the house. You can do this. Number nine that I put on the list um, of my bridge list is protecting my mental health by leaving a toxic work environment. And I've done that more than once on occasion over the years. Um, but really, it's, you know, when you reach a point where things get so bad that it's affecting not only your mental health, but then it affects your physical health, it's time to move on. Like, why torture yourself with that? So, and number 10, <laughs> this is another funny one. Now I'm seeing another theme here. I started sewing and selling handmade pillows. So what I would do is I would get these little scraps of extras from the fabric because my mom had a children's clothing store. She handmade all the clothes and she would sometimes have like scraps from the clothes that she made. I would take those scraps and I would make these little handmade pillows and sell them in her store when I was like five, five and six years old. And I remember people thought, oh, that is so cute. This little kid making their own pillows. And they, I, maybe they just felt sorry for me. I don't know if they really like the stuff or not. But um, anyway, that was kind of a fun experience. I still remember that. Um, she had a store both in Centiport. And then after Centiport, we moved out to Southampton. And I remember vividly um, going to the store on Job's Lane after school. Um, so yeah, that was a really good experience. So I guess maybe you could say that little entrepreneurial bug has always been there between that and, you know, worm farm, <laughs> wanting to start a worm farm at nine. Um, yeah, you can say, um, I guess I was born to be an entrepreneur. <laughs> anyway, I really enjoy doing this exercise um, because, you know, what this does is it, it really retrains your brain and it shows you like, yes, you can overcome all these like life's curveballs. You can accomplish all kinds of amazing things. You know, it's funny. Too often, people will focus on what they don't have, what they haven't accomplished. But if you take the time to really flip that script and think about this from the perspective of, you know, hey, I've really pulled through some major-ish in my life. Or, you know, wow, I did all of that. That just makes you more confident about who you are, how unique you are. Maybe by doing this, you've identified, too, some of your superpowers. Uh, so, you know, like, I realized after writing the extensive list, that long list, that I'm almost at 100. One of my superpowers is that I take the time to actually listen to people, and I'm really good with helping them feel comfortable sharing their stories. So that's, you know, one of the things I realized after going through the whole list. And I'm also really good with you know, not only being detail-oriented, but also taking a bird's eye view and seeing the bigger picture. That's been really helpful because I recently changed uh, my nine-to-five job. And that's been really helpful in the new job, like realizing, okay, it's great to to get, you know, nitpicky and detail-oriented, but you have to like see things from a broader perspective as well. That's just a useful life skill, really. Um, and also I realized that despite being told pretty much most of my life that, oh yeah, I'm the analytic kind of person who should be the scientist in the family. And as you may know, I started out studying biochemistry, but I, I changed. <laughs> um, I actually have this huge reserve of creative energy and 
I've only really started tapping into this the last couple of years. So speaking of creative energy, I just received a prototype, for lack of a better word, for my latest creative endeavor. It is so, so cool. I'm going to share more about this uh, soon on Instagram. So make sure you stay tuned. Follow me over on All Things Relax Studios. But it is freaking gorgeous. And I created it. it is, oh, I want to... I want to share what it is with you today, but I'm just going to hold off a little bit longer until I have time to add a page to our website so you can actually see, you can see it with your own eyes. But I should say, I am not usually the most patient person. So like keeping this under wraps is really a huge challenge for me. And I kind of feel like this little kid who's waiting for Santa to bring the gifts, except here I feel like I'm the Santa but you're going to be amazed when you see what I created. It is so fabulous. And I created it for, for you guys out there. Um, uh, you'll see. <laughs> anyway, I want to encourage you to take the time really to go back, make a list of like the whole, you know, these 100 things you've overcome or skills that you have or experiences you've had. And after you have a chance to make that list, um, I invite you to go back and see which ones maybe reveal your superpower or I'm sure that you've got multiple powers. So your superpowers and feel free to share with me and our community over on Instagram. I really want to hear what you come up with. Um, I want to get to know you guys better. So please, please, please take the time to do that. And again, like I said earlier, you don't have to sit there and do the 100 things all in one sitting because you might get writer's cramp. But <laughs> you know, just sit there and reflect and think about it. And it could be like, what might seem to you is something small. When you reflect on it and realize like how that shaped your life, um, or how just maybe just by sharing that with someone else, how that can affect their life, nothing's too small. So just, you know, put it, pour your heart out on the page. Okay. Anyway, last but not least, I wanted to send a big heartfelt thank you to Coraline and Chantal from Design to Scale because I started this weekend with a huge, huge win and on such a positive note. They gifted me one year's access to the Design to Scale program. Um, and again, so I had taken the Design to Sell challenge that they were running this week um, over in their Facebook group. And that was like the grand prize was winning one year's access to design to scale. So I had a really super busy Friday at the nine to five and I was not able to actually tune in when they announced it live, which kind of, it kind of is disappointing. <laughs> but let me say when I was able to finally catch up with Facebook notifications later on in the day, I was just about to cry with joy and I am still in disbelief that the universe sent me this amazing gift. I am so grateful for it. I cannot wait to get in there. I cannot wait to go through their program and learn all these things to help, you know, help me up level the business and also just to be able to be in there with other other leaders, like other women who too are like working on, you know, scaling their business. And as much as, you know, I'm hoping to go in there and learn from them, I'm also hoping to be able to give back as well. So I'm really looking forward to being in their community. 
I'm going to include a link to the design to scale program in the show notes, just in case, you know, you're interested in learning more about it. Um, again, it's just going to be so freaking amazing. I am so grateful. So I want to thank you again for tuning in from all around the globe. Cause we have people in, I forget how many countries now, um, I'll have to check with G, but all over the place. And I truly appreciate your support. So on that note, I want to say, remember to be inspired and step into your power. Ciao. Introverts, are you ready to step into your power? Do you feel like you're living your life on the sidelines? Watching other entrepreneurs succeed. Do you want to sound more confident when you're building your brand? Hi, I'm Sandy D, Queen of Podcasts and as an introvert, I get it. Speaking with confidence and clarity has always been a struggle until I discovered tools and techniques to channel my inner rock star. Join the Introvert's Guide to Rocking Your Podcast eCourse. I'll show you how to step into your power as an introvert and attract your dream clients. Sign up today at allthingsrelaxstudios.com. You've been listening to All Things Relax with Sandy D. Relax, recharge, be inspired, and step into your power. Sandy D, the queen of podcast zen, would love to hear from you. You can connect with her on Instagram or Facebook at All Things Relax Studios. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time.